Hello everyone, welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of Discussions will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello everyone, welcome back to the discussion series here on Brands Tech. I hope that everyone's been doing well. Of course, I am Brandon and I'm once again joined by my amazing co-host. Hey, welcome. I'm, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, well, Matthew, it's always great to have you back. So, first of all, I can't believe how quickly this has all been going. I know, right? It's just kind of, it's zooming by so fast. You just kind of blink and you're just like, oh, where are we? And here we are. Yeah, well... For t- well, for today's topic, what we're going to discuss to go ahead and, you know, begin to, you know, close out this, you know, well, you know, the year really, but, you know, one, the thing that we're going to be talking about today is really, is our, some of our favorite tech products throughout the years. And, Ooh. you know, I, and so I really think that this is going to be an interesting topic and I can't wait to discuss this with you. I know I'm excited too because I just love like if there's one thing that I'm a sucker for it's like little tech trinkets or just tech gadgets and just in general so I'm I'll be excited super excited to talk about this one yeah absolutely and so first of all as always how are you today oh I'm just doing great I'm feeling just wonderful how are you I'm doing quite well you know we're yeah it's scary to think how you know how far we really are in this year scary as that is but but yeah, but I'm definitely gonna go right into this. And so, yeah, and actually I'll act, start off by first asking you, what what would you say is one of your top yeah, tech products? And did you wanna start off with, did you want, want us to go ahead and build up to your top favorite or do you have a particular preference that is up to you? Uh, well, I don't really have a top favorite, but I can just say like a list of double, a couple off the top of my head that I just really got me through this year and just kind of, been like a really either source of like really productivity or help with my work or rather like you know entertainment purposes so it's up to it's whatever you want to start with honestly oh well you can go ahead and get started with maybe like one of your yeah top one or two and we can go from there oh my top definitely has to be the computer that i built i because like this is, a, this is a, my computer has like a long not a long story but it's like it, it wasn't easy to get it because i think it really, my you know, my computer really started two years ago, or maybe even, was it three, back in 2018, in October, and I was kind of like doing my research on how to build it, and then, but I didn't have the money, so like, you know, I had to wait and save up for a little bit, you know, like pocket money here and there, because I could, I just, I was kind of, my parents didn't really want me to get a job yet, because I, I was only like, I think, what, 16 at the time, and I know that like, some people have jobs at 16, but my parents were like, you have to focus on your studies, I'm like, okay, mom, okay, dad, I get it, so I didn't have a job then, I wasn't getting any source of like, you know a significant income so i just had to keep saving up money that they lend me or you know birthday money or whatever or even christmas money and then eventually i think it was around november of last year where i finally had enough money and i ordered all the parts except for one and then they all came in and i think i built them like a month later so i had a computer that was kind of incomplete and then i was just waiting on this one part i was waiting on the graphics card and then i finally got it i think february so i think late february and then you know i've just been and once i got that i've completed it got everything else and then i've just kind of been using it to do everything now i've been using it to play games with my friends communicate i'm actually using it to zoom for this podcast right now and i just feel like it's just it's been really helpful in like every aspect of my life that i can think of ever since i got it that's awesome so 
wow, that is really a great, you know, great story. And so, and so I, was that something that you were, you'd wanted to do for a while? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've been wanting, I think ever since I went to, ever since I started high school, which was, you know, I think like five, four or five years ago, I can't remember. Cause it was, you know, it was just kind of like, I saw, I was watching YouTubers and they're playing on their gaming PCs or streamers. And I was like, man, I kind of want one of those. That seems pretty cool to play my games on. You know, I, I've just kind of been kind of like dreaming about it ever since I was like, you know, 14 or 15 back in ninth grade. Wow. Wow. That is great. And first of all, I totally can't compete with you on that. Yeah. Hopefully one day, maybe like, maybe by the time I finish college, I definitely want to yeah, be able to build a PC because that, that sounds something that's really cool. I'm glad you were able to do that. Oh, we could talk about that for the whole episode if you wanted PC building. Because I, I know I'm no expert because I just I've only built one and I don't really like. After that, it was just kind of like one and done for me, and I don't really involve myself with building PCs anymore because I just built mine and I was done. But I'd say that you know PCs. Like, let me just say this because I know that this isn't what we're gonna talk about the whole time. But if you really wanted to build a PC, I'd say the most you need to build like a decent working PC and just for the the like the actual tower, like not all the not all the peripherals or anything else it's probably like around five hundred dollars four hundred five hundred so you know you get a job maybe work for like a month and you'll have you know you'll have enough to get it so i feel like pe- people see pc building as like oh it's only for like rich people or like the elite you know like you can only like see so how you have to spend a thousand two thousand dollars on your pc it's got to be good it's got to be the best of the best but you know that's not true you know you can build like a, a pc that'll probably be better than your little cousin's xbox or something for like a little over maybe a hundred dollars more so i'd say that it's definitely if you're if you're serious like if anyone really is seriously considering trying to get into pc gaming you know do some research and see what parts you can afford and you know it's it's not as scary as people think you know it's just kind of intimidating at first but you just gotta get your toes wet like i said first of all we'll definitely have to speak about that later because i definitely would be interested in that but i think in terms of one of my top favorite you know tech products of all time in no particular order i would have to sit i would have to go with one of them being the kodak brownie that was that was originally in distribution from you know, there's been several iterations, but overall the series has been distribution from about 1900 or so to 1967, give or take. And so those were really like really cheap and affordable cameras released by the Eastman Kodak Company. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but you know, but they really helped make photography something that was really obtainable and not necessarily just the you know sit in a dark yeah you know, sit in a room for a very long time as the you know, camera slowly takes your picture. You know, it was a lot, it was a lot quicker and more easy for, you know, just average people to make, you know, make and take photos. And so I think that's definitely something that as someone who loves, you know, capturing the moment, I think that's something that I would definitely have to say on there. That's good. Yeah, that that's actually cool. I, I, I remember you said you were into photography, so I'm I was I wasn't surprised when you mentioned something about a camera, and actually that's that's really cool. Like, is there anything special about the certain type of like the camera that you said the Kodak Brownie you said? Yeah, you know I think I don't think there's really anything in particular because most of them were actually made to be rather cheap and affordable. And even though yes, it mostly came out during the time of the Great Depression, I think that's when it was most known and and I and it has a really like. Uh, the, the design of it and shape of it um, really stands out. Um, if you 
if you haven't seen one, definitely look it up. Um, I actually own one. I found one at a, I, oh, I found one at a store, like a long time, uh, antique store. I think I either purchased or someone gave it to me or whatever. I think someone gave it to me um, after I saw it at, in the antique store, but yeah, but overall it really just helped make photography really affordable. And so, yeah, and just really was able after that, like several other companies to compete have made their prices a lot lower on cameras and, you know, and so they didn't have to be all professional grade or whatever the case. It just, yeah, as long as it's able to take a picture and do it well, that it was able to be distributed out. And so I think that's one of the reasons that's on my, you know, on my unofficial top five list in terms of, you know, tech products as a whole, because I think you know, it was really influential at the time. And so, yeah, I'm just really glad that, you know, that I'm even able to own like a piece of that history. That's, that's pretty, I never even thought about that. When you said tech products, I, I was thinking more like modern, but you just kind of opened my eyes of like, you could be talking about like the vintage tech products or like older ones that like kind of pioneered the new age of like, for the kind of like the great grandfathers of the kind of tech that we're using now. And now that I think about it, that's also like a really cool thought. And I'm not really too well versed on like different types of like vintage tech, but you know, I'd love to hear if you have anything more like that in different fields or even in the same field of like photography. Yeah. And yeah, I think another one that I'd like to, you know, say real quick in terms of vintage goods, a lot of my other ones are, you know, closer to the present, but I think in terms of vintage before I hand this off to you would be the IBM PC that was released in 1980 or no, I think it was 81 maybe that was the very first computer that was made essentially it was a collaboration between Microsoft and IBM with the help of Intel and so essentially I'm not sure if you actually know this but almost every single modern computer to present date is was made more or less as a clone of that computer from 1981 oh that's pretty interesting yeah, so essentially how it happened was that IBM at the time was very well known in being a like a powerhouse for computers. And so it's like if you need a trusted name, you go to IBM. It's almost like how a lot of people think of like Apple now, you know, in terms of popularity. And so, yeah, and so when IBM released this, it was one of the first projects that Microsoft has ever done as a company. And so... Yeah, it really like took the whole market away enough where almost all the competitors, like they couldn't compete against it. And so their idea was like, well, we can't, you know, we can't take this from IBM because, you know, but what we, what we can do is we're gonna, they reverse engineered that computer and essentially made all of the computers as clones of that computer. So that way it can run the same software with partnership with Microsoft and yeah, and they can run almost the exact same stuff and so because of that you know because beforehand essentially every single computer company had to get its own software and everything and that was all a real hassle for developers and yeah i think everyone involved and so you know with that being said with being able to just have one computer that you have to make the stuff for it's like oh well if we just all reverse engineer the exact same computer you know done deal so, and even to present day, because, you know, time progresses, DOS, MS-DOS became Windows, 
you know, and now we're all the way up to Windows 10, you know, we're still, you know, we're still at the same, you know, place. And so it's interesting to see that, you know, over 30 years later, like, well, more than over, let's see, over 40 years later that we're still using essentially clones of a 1981 computer. But well, You know, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because if that system worked back in the 19, you know, 1984, like you said, then you know, why change it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm going to definitely throw it over to you in terms of what would you say would be another one of your one of your favorite tech items? And it can definitely be a more recent one, for sure. <clears throat> well, let's see. On the topic of computers, actually, one of like the tech products that my favorite, although I, I can't really say it's my favorite, but it's something that I'm becoming more and more interested in, is keyboards, like custom keyboards. Oh, and it's like. I know I have, I don't know if you can see it, but it's just like, I have like a, a pre-built, not pre I guess you could say pre-built, but like I have a, a generic Razer keyboard and I've kind of been like seeing all these different, you know, showcases on like Reddit and all the other parts like YouTube where like people like kind of show off their, um, their different like custom built keyboards and their switches. And this is something that we could talk about. This is also something like, I don't know if it'd be too interesting to anybody else, but this is kind of something that we could talk about forever really. And it's like the the rabbit hole of, you know, custom keyboards and switches and you know, whatever and different types of, there, there's different ways you can like really millions of, maybe billions of like ways you can just make your own custom keyboard. But I really wanted to talk about is how they like, they're really cool. It's like, you know, you can just kind of make your own little piece of technology to go with your computer and like you can kind of take custom tailor to how you really want like you can if you don't like the way like a certain key switch sounds like if you don't like that kind of sound then you can make it like softer quieter maybe or harder to press or easier to press and it's just kind of like you can really like fine-tune it as much as you want and i kind of interested in that and the only problem for me is just money you know it's it's really it's an expensive hobby is what i call it and it's just kind of like something that i can't really get into that just yet yeah, that is that's perfectly understandable. Like, but yeah, it's it's really great that you have you know such a great interest in that. And like I said, uh, you know, in terms of pretty much everything that we discuss, you know, that's always something that we can you know discuss you know later on or definitely for another project as well. Because you know, I, I think for so much stuff, it can really be expanded on for its own stuff. And so yeah, it's really interesting to yeah, I guess hear about. Yeah, different hobbies and yeah I, I definitely can bet that that is a rather expensive hobby mm -hmm. and uh, i could keep talking about it because i think it's fascinating but we can if you want to say like another favorite one of your favorite tech product i'm not going to interrupt you okay well since i actually just said two you can go ahead and say another one of yours oh well, i think like if you're talking about specifics I'd have to say like my next favorite is probably a tie between either my Nintendo Switch or this nice pair of Sony Bluetooth headphones and just like Bluetooth technology in general and like how you know like you don't have to you're not held down by wires anymore I think that's really convenient and just nice you know you can like you don't have to worry about you know if you're wearing like wired headphones and you're walking around maybe the kitchen or something you're scared of it like snagging on the handle for the cabinet or something or just you know you're trying to put it in your pocket and then you don't forget like you know you have it in your pocket or you put your phone down somewhere and, you know you forget that it's wired to your phone and you just kind of yank the phone off the table with you or something and just i think bluetooth is just really nice and i'm just really convenient and they sound really good they're the i think they're the flagship they're called the sony they have, sony always names their products really weird the sony w no it's 
what is it called? Let me look it up. Sony WH-1000XM3s. Those are the last gen. They already made a new one, I think, a couple months ago. But anyways, it, that's just all I wanted to say about that. And I just think that, you know, they're really nice and they're really convenient. I use them all the time to listen to music and whenever I, like, go to the library or commute or whatever. And I just think they're really useful for everyday use. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love what you said about, yeah, that and Bluetooth technology because, you know, we've progressed a long way because, you know, it wasn't too long ago that, you know, everything had to be wired and then that, you know, we weren't even use, using USBs up until maybe 20 years ago. I mean, before then it was like everything had its own ports and, you know, and I just remember, you know, if, even though this definitely dates the age of a computer I used to use, but, you know, it didn't even have like, the mouse didn't even have the laser. It had like the little trackball, like physical trackball inside of it. So that's that's definitely not something that many of us use today at least i hope not but <laughs> yeah but are you wait, are you talking about the mouses with like the rubber ball yes oh i remember when i was like probably in elementary school like my school still had those kind of mouses and i was like i think you could remember you could like slide on the bottom like you could kind yeah. of like twist off that little cap and then actually take the ball out yeah i remember i used to do that and i used to get in so much trouble for it because <laughs> you know they, they didn't want this they don't want us like tampering with school school property or school like you know property i guess yeah and, you know it's just kind of funny how you could just take it out and like you know it's just always kind of curious about how i never really did like look up or try to understand how the, the like the physical i think was it rubber or like plastic or like the trackball worked yeah i think most of them most of them are rubber but i think it really just depends on who manufactures it i think most of them are rubber though if any of them if, if they're even made anymore you know because everyone's using i don't know what kind of technology it, is. it looks like a like a led or something yeah it's like an led laser of some sort mm -hmm. and those like obviously it works really well for me so i'm not complaining but you know it's just kind of like i wonder if anyone ever makes those anymore yeah i remember the computer that i had you know grown up with and in fact it was where i i am like right now in terms of my office space that used to be sitting here up until maybe three years ago like it wasn't that long when we stopped using it as as scary as that is so i mean i it was it's a really reliable computer i mean I think computers are, I think older technology lasts a lot longer than modern technology. You know, even though it may not be as practical, I feel like it definitely lasts longer, at least in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I kind of, I could talk about some more tech things, but if you want to, you know, kind of keep going about what you were saying, then by all means. Yeah, I think I will do probably like my last or next to last one, and then I'll hand it over to you. So I think... Let's see, what is one that, okay, I, I know this sounds stupid, but I think one of my personal favorite tech items of all time, and probably one of the most discontinued ones, is the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. That, I think, when it came out, that was like one of my favorite pieces of tech of all time. I was so, like, I was so ready to, to get, I mean, I probably wasn't going to purchase one, but I was so ready to like get my hands on one, find one in the store. Like, I was so excited. It's like, this is gonna change everything. This has like, you know, every single feature that you can imagine in a phone. I mean- And then like, it got like recalled. Isn't that the, the Note 7 is the one that kind of like was plagued by the battery problems and it kind of got mass recalled and it just kind of fell out of existence. Yeah, yeah, it was where, you know, first time it, 
yeah, it came out, everyone loved it. Then like a month or two later, then it started like having battery issues and then they recalled it. They released a new one to start exploding. So they recalled it again. And they, they actually did make a, they did re-release it for a third time under a different name, Samsung Galaxy Note FE, but I think, um, which stands for fan edition, but I think they only sold that one in South Korea, I believe. I think I've heard of the fan edition as well. Yeah. Because if I if I can correctly recall, the FE, the they took essentially the Note Sevens just because there was a ton of them left, and yeah, you know, they had to recall them in, and so rather than you know put out e-waste and you know to help kind of save the environment, they just changed out a lot of the batteries to be a lot smaller ones, so they won't have the issues and resold them as the FE. So, which you know, I'm, I'm glad that they did that instead of you know, putting out so much electronic waste, but it's interesting to think that the Note 7 kind of still lives on, but. Yeah, that's kind of interesting to know, because I think, yeah, like what Samsung has been doing with their phones, like in the past couple years, is kind of like, especially with the Note series, because that's like their powerhouse. It's like, they're trying to like, that's what I was trying, I think I mentioned it either earlier in this episode or in a previous episode, where it's like, Samsung is really trying to like push that their devices are super powerful, which they are, and they're like, and that they can replace what you're doing with your laptop or even maybe your computer or, or maybe well, not that, not that, but more along the lines of like, they can kind of be used alongside your computer, and like in a way that like kind of makes the experience better, I guess, or it's like, you know, it's kind of hard to explain, but you kind of understand what I'm saying, where it's like they're trying to market it as like a secondary like little laptop in your pocket type of marketing thing yeah absolutely and i think yeah just to add on to that before i hand this over to you is that you know even like for the phone that i had like you know for most of 2021 the yeah, you know, the samsung galaxy note 9 yeah i one of the reasons i purchased it like no joke is actually for the samsung dex feature that lets you plug it into a monitor and let it become a computer like, oh i heard that's that's what i was trying to say the samsung dex is what i heard is yeah. Sorry, sorry, you can keep going. I was just chiming in there. Yeah, but I was just saying that, you know, I, for me as someone who prefers computers over phones any day, to me, when I heard that Samsung had that feature and that they had somewhat perfected it, I was like, I was like that's the phone I need to get. Like, no, no contest. Like, but I'm sure probably all of my phones I'll probably get in the future if, yeah, if, yeah, depending on how things go in the future is that they will most likely have that feature some equivalency to it i just really can't see myself not having a device with that feature just because of how much i really love the desktop-esque environment but i shall pass this over to you matthew for you know for your some of your last final you know tech products before we go ahead and yeah close close this out hmm well i think one of my like what I think it's more like a general trend of like technology, but I think one of my favorites is like handheld things, like phones, like, you know, remember the DS when that came out and like, yes, the DS, even the switch now, like handheld technology, handheld, you know, entertainment systems, like tablets, and all that kind of stuff and how technology is kind of like getting smaller and smaller. So like at the point where it can like fit comfortably in our hands and we can, it, you can take it around. And even to an extent, I guess like, you know, laptops, you can like fold them up, put them in a backpack and take them with you. And it's just kind of like cool about like, like how much, how much of our technology is going to keep getting like smaller and more portable and more compact and you know how, and like and its applications and kind of like how we can just use that kind of you know you know the, the portability 
to our advantage and like you know when you travel or when you go on planes and stuff or when you're in the car or whatever or just like just take it put it in your backpack and you just kind of carry it with you wherever you go and you just kind of have it with you and i was just like you know that's just kind of cool because you know at first i was like for you know for gaming it's like the consoles are just there and they're just kind of like you know you just had to leave them plugged in, you know, sit in front of the TV or under the TV or around, you know, in your house. You can take it with you. And then Nintendo came along and they brought the DS and like, you know, oh, portable, you could take it with you. You can play on the go and stuff. And that was, I think that was a game changer. And just the fact that, you know, like you could do all that kind of stuff in like in a device that's, you know, no bigger than the palm of your hand. Well, not, maybe not the palm, like maybe the size of your hand. It's like, you know, it's just kind of fascinating and it's like really cool what, what they've been doing with this technology now yeah i couldn't agree with you more and i i remember wanting like the well the one i wanted um was the dsi um, from nintendo oh yeah that was my first no, yeah that was my first ds i had the dsi xl it was a brown one not the prettiest color but you know it has sentimental value i think i still have it i just got look for it yeah i, I never owned that one i owned the 3ds Oh yeah, that's a good one too. I I think I had one. I don't. I have to go look through my stuff. I, it might be back there. I'll look later. But you know, I just remember like you know, on especially during school. Like my my fondest memory is like, we have a field trip tomorrow. I'm like, mom, can I bring my DS on the bus with me? And she's like, sure. And I I just be playing it there. And my friends sometimes ask me like, hey, yo, Matt, what are you playing? I'm like, I'm playing the newest game of Pokemon or you know Mario or whatever or you know some some other game that I was like really enjoying. And it's just kind of like. Just I'd spend like the whole ride to and from just on like on the bus, just playing whatever I had on me, and it's just kind of like a fun experience all around. Absolutely, and I think that is really like a perfect spot to yeah to end this. I mean, there's just so much tech stuff, especially like you know, as we mentioned, that whole sentimental value. I think that's you know, I think that's probably like one of my favorite things, especially like because you know a lot of the stuff is very personal, you know, personal to us, and so. Yeah, and so I really like that we were able to to have this discussion today. I'm just really glad. Oh, me too. I'm glad I got to talk about this because obviously it's just like one of my favorite things to talk about. And it's just if you just if I could talk about this for hours if you'd let me, but I know we've got to stop now. So yeah, well, yeah, we can definitely continue speaking about this later. And but yeah, as always, Matthew, just thank you so much for you know taking your time out and really being a part of my discussion series. I am so happy I was able to have you as a co-host. Of course, I'm honored to be here and I had a great time talking about all these different topics over the past couple episodes. Yeah, and yeah, and I definitely, yeah, if I don't hear from you soon, definitely keep in touch. Of course, we'll do. You have my uh, you have my emails, you have my socials, so you know where to find me. I'll be in touch. Yeah, absolutely. So so like I said, have a a great time. And yeah, you know, happy holidays. So, and for you all, have a great, have a great rest of your week and stay safe, everyone. And I'll talk to you all later.